What up? This is Tony Lee with the Three Rounds podcast. A uh, little insight about myself. I did the first podcast and then properly introduced myself. I apologize. Uh, just a cat from uh, southwestern Virginia. Just trying to get his voice heard, you know. Got a little bit of a background in uh, IT. Uh, as far as computers and things like that, we're going to BFA right now for film and television. That way, you know, not only will you just hear my voice, you can also uh, see my work here in the near future. Uh, maybe, you know, mainstream on somebody's television or or big screen. Uh, but definitely looking for feedback or any kind of questions or if you want to interact with the show here and discuss something with me, you know, I can put out there over the air. Hit me up at PTL Entertainment at Yahoo.com. That is PTL, the whole word, entertainment at Yahoo.com. Now, moving forward, what I would like to discuss is the short film that we just completed here at PTL Entertainment called Shared Pain. This film was done just on the standpoint of we felt like we had to put a message out there to what's going on with the economy, uh, and other issues that relate to each other, whether we're African-American, Caucasian, Japanese, Chinese, whatever. If you're in America, you got bills, and if you get laid off or fired from your job, in the end, you still have to figure out a way to make those things happen or get those bills paid. So that's the purpose behind share pay, but it's more than that. You know, you're talking... We as African Americans still go through this thing called racial profiling. It depends on where you're at in the country. You know, if you're in New York or L.A. or something, eh, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen there, but there's more diversity there. But in a place like where I live at, a small town, you know, uh, a lot of the people here are old school. (laughs) You got a nice car? You in the wrong part of town? And they feel like, you know, you not only up and up with, with things, they get pulled over and checked out. That's just how it is. It is what it is, you know. Uh, and even, you know, worse than that, there's even some companies out here that still won't give us our due process when it comes to finding jobs. And not finding job. Well, maybe, if, maybe even landing a job. But if you're in a job and there's a, a promotion, you know, there's a, there's a position that's available, um, we don't get the due process that, you know, someone else will, uh, as far as Caucasian or even a foreigner at this point. I've seen uh, Mexicans come over here, and because, you know, they work cheaper or they work harder, get ahead to even Caucasians at this point. So it could go both ways. But in the end, we all feel the pain. So that's the the bottom line of this whole short film, Share Pain. Um, but, uh, you know, just trying to get a message out there. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not going to put up on YouTube or anything like that. Yeah, I'm going to try to hit the film festival circuit first, and uh, then we'll go from there. But uh, the first round will be based on an interview I just did with uh, Elder James McNeil, who kind of was an inspiration for me to do this short film from discussions we've had. Uh, about some things, you know, dealing with the economy and just kind of the world we live in today. So, 
Let's get ready to that first round. Round one. So I'm sitting here with Elder James McNeil and uh, Mr. McNeil. I just did a short film called Share Pain based off some of our discussions we've had, you know, dealing with the economy and uh, the things that Obama is and is not doing. Um, other issues, you know, talking about the Illuminati and how that plays a role into the entertainment industry. Um, so I want to get your thoughts on the short film itself and anything has anything changed after seeing that, that short film? Like, how did that, did that, did that validate what your thoughts were? Yeah, it, it validated it. Plus it also enhanced everything, you know, I've been thinking about. Uh, the short film, you know, it, it went, it it was produced and done right because it went straight to the point, the basis of really what's going on out here, the jobless rate, uh, finance. People don't have finances. Uh, there's no unity. There's no. There's nothing going on out here that should be going on. And you know, the two young women, they just voiced their opinion. On how they feel about society. Okay, so with that being said, um, how much of this should we blame on Obama? Is is it all Obama's fault? No, it's not Obama's fault. It, the fault is blame on the people because the people have the power to make changes, and as long as they sit back and let the crookedness and the perverseness continue. Uh, and the wicked people that's in charge doing what they're doing, they're going to continue to do it as long as the people uh, stand still and don't do anything about it and always being silent. Sometimes you got to let your voice be made known, and you got to let people know what's right and what's wrong. So when you look at a country like Egypt that literally has took down its president and is going up against the army at this point to let it be known that they're not happy, is this something America should be doing? Yes. America should have been doing that a long time ago. It, it, you know, it shouldn't... It, a rocket scientist can see that there are problems, there are issues that is here in America that need to be addressed. Hmm. And I agree with you on that. Um, but with that could bring the ultimate, I guess, uh, end of days called martial law. Um... And I don't I don't know if we're ready for that, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's you know, I look at this Occupy Wall Street. It's something I talked about in one of my um, in my first podcast, and I don't understand the concept of Occupy Wall Street. I understand why they're upset, but um, to go about it that way, I don't think that'll work. Um, to do it the way Egypt's doing it, and other kind of like Syria and stuff like that, I think that would bring about martial law. And total control of the government. Do you agree on that? Yeah, I agree on it. But I also agree that if the people would stand up for their rights and stop being bullied, there could be some changes made. I do believe that. We have the power to make the change. It's up to us, not Congress, not President Obama, but the prime creator to give us common sense to know and to discern right from wrong, good and evil. 
we can make a change. We can make a difference. You're right. You're right. We can never make a difference. Um, I just, you know, why are people, why are people afraid to stand up and do, you know, to, like they're standing up, this Occupy Wall Street, they're standing up for the financial stuff, but when it comes down to everything else, why won't people stand up, to, you know, because, to do what's right? Well, one, because they will program, they will program fear. But if you really study and understand what fear is, you wouldn't be afraid. We 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 living in a time now that we gotta stand up for what's right. Don't care who like it, don't care who don't like it. The problem is people have a lot of fear. They're afraid if they say something, well, you're gonna get shot. They say they're afraid if they say something, you know, you lose a family member. But regardless of what comes or what goes. Right is right and wrong is wrong, and the truth will march on. And there it is, from the elder himself, James McNeil. Um, quick question. Does Obama get in for four more years? I believe he could get in. I, I believe he could. Because, I mean, I don't see anything. We don't really have anybody that's qualified. To run America. Yeah, because I'm looking at the Republicans, and to me it's a joke. I see all these uh, debates going on, and, and they, you know, they're bringing up marital affairs and scandals and all kinds of stuff. I mean, what does it have to do with the country at this point? Um, but in my opinion, I don't think Obama has a shot. I think if people are going to look at the semi-progress that was made, and feel like I need to go in a different direction. I I, I could be wrong, and I, and I hope I am because the man does deserve, deserve four more years. But I don't I don't think it'll happen. Even if it don't happen, the, the America will go in total chaos anyway. Whether he's in his in the chair or not, there's too much wrong in this in in America. There's too much th- there's too much evil. There's too much wickedness going on here. it's going to take a righteous person to make a change. Without that, a change will never come. Hmm. Okay. Any last words, Mr. McNeil? My last words is the people need to come together and unite and stand up and say we had enough. Enough is enough. We're tired of being broke. We're tired of being homeless. We're tired of not having no jobs. We're tired of not having anything. And we want a change, and it's time for a change. The only thing I say is going to hurt us is the new world government, the one world government. Wow. He's speaking some prophetess type stuff anyway. Oh, yeah. But uh, who knows what will happen, and I appreciate your time, Elder James McNeil. Good luck with you and uh, your future endeavors. Thank you, sir. And hopefully we'll cross paths in the future. Oh, yeah. We will. We shall. Peace. You're listening to the Three Round Podcast. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate Mr. McNeil doing that interview for us. Hope I got a little insight from that. But uh, let's go ahead and move forward and get to the second round.
second round is basically just going to be be ranting and raving for real about the social media and what in the world is going on in today's world. Um, and obviously when I say that, I'm talking about Facebook, Twitter, and, you know, so many other different things. I mean, MySpace is not even relevant at this point, but you throw it in the mix as well. Uh, just the whole thing about this social media has it's changed the way we get things done. You know, it used to be you would hand on a business card uh, or, you know, you're hitting the streets with flyers or whatever the case may be. Not saying you still don't have to do that to be successful, but nowadays you can just literally give somebody your Facebook or post up on your Facebook, you know, and other sites and just blast it out to all your friends, and they pass it on to their friends, and it makes it a whole lot easier to get things done in network. So I will give it that. Um, but my thing is: is it too much? Can can it be too much sometimes? And the reason why I even say that is because you're talking now. We can get our news instantly through a text message or you know, uh, an app on our phone or whatever. So if someone actually reports something that's not even been verified yet, it, you know, it makes, it makes, uh, it makes, you know, another person look bad. Um, or just puts out the wrong information before it's been verified. So that's one of the flaws with it. The second thing for me is... It could be too much sometimes on a standpoint of you could play games on there and, uh, you know, probably even watch videos and, and do this and do that. It takes up a lot of your time if you allow it to. And that's fine if you don't really have anything going on or if you know how to manage your time well. But there are some that just don't, I don't know, have no resemblance of time at all and it seems like they're on there like all the time and I guess even with the cell phones like the smartphones and all that it makes it even that much easier and, and you know don't get me wrong I mean I love Facebook because I found you know my family members and old friends and stuff like that and it's great but some of the stuff I see on there I'm just like what in the world and not only that, I mean, you know, now, you know, on, on Yahoo or any little site that you go on now, you can, you know, blogs and stuff, you can comment and do this and do that. Unless you get your voice heard. But I think it's too much. You know, I don't care to know what you had for dinner. And not only tell me what you had for dinner, but you're going to post me up a picture on your Facebook or, excuse me, TwitPic on your Twitter and it's cool. I mean, I, you know, it's cool you can do these things. I think it's too much. I don't care about what you and your boyfriend are going through. I don't care what you're going through as far as with your family or whatever. To sit back and put that out there for the world to see, I think it's too much. My opinion, of course, and you can share yours at ptlentertainment at yahoo.com. Um, and then you have the thing with the issue with the kid. 
You know, you have kids lying their own, you know, on their age or whatever. You know, you're talking nine, ten, eleven years old. They're on Facebook talking trash and doing what teenagers and even adults are doing, uh, putting themselves at risk in the end because <laughs> you have to portray yourself at least to be thirteen years old. Some are putting older ages than that and fake pictures up, so you really don't know what's going on. Uh, if the parents aren't monitoring these things, if the child has the capability of just leaving the house and doing whatever they want to do, it puts them at risk of being kidnapped or something more serious happening. So... It's hard for us to, you know, keep a rein on our kids now with them going to school and trying to get them to do homework and all this stuff. Now we got to watch them over on the computer. What sites they're going to. If they're on Facebook, who are they talking to on Facebook? Who are they messaging? Who are they interacting with while playing the games on Facebook? So is social media too much? You know, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a good it's a good networking tool and honestly you know it's really good for reconnecting with old friends especially facebook um twitter in particular i'm i'm not even on twitter so i have no idea even how that works but from what i've seen it's basically instant updates of whatever is going on and people sharing their opinions really quick in 120 characters or something like that you know um they're tweeting their pictures or whatever uh you know, from where events they're attending or whatever the case may be. And that's great. Um, but I just, I don't have time to literally, not saying I couldn't do it. I just don't, that's not, I don't, I don't really see why that even matters. Like, if I'm going, you know, I'm working two jobs, what I have to post up, okay, well, going from the first job to the second job, um, you know, well, I'm done with the second job, so now I'm going to go to sleep. Do, do people actually care about that? I mean, you might get a response for that moment, but what, what kind of value does that hold? Um, and I guess, you know, if somebody dies or passes away or if something tragic happens and you want to share your thoughts, maybe it's even good for that situation. Somebody just had a baby or something, just be there for support. Somebody's sick. That might be a good way of getting the message out really quick. You know what I mean? Uh, I can maybe understand that. But to go on and on and ranting and raving, and then you have they, they, the, the language on there, I just, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. And then they have these abbreviated letters they use, like, you know, whatever. I can't even, I don't even know what all that means. I think LMS is like my status or something like that. And I can't even tell you what the rest of it means. I, I don't even know. The language has really changed. <laughs> and it's to the point where even the school systems, <laughs> even the dictionaries are starting to adopt this new language. So social media is definitely taking over. And um, I think it's here to stay. Um, I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, Will Facebook become the next MySpace by the growth they're having and, and falling off, you know, to some new social media, social uh, media um, company or something? Who knows? Maybe. But I think social media is here to stay for sure. 
because a lot of businesses and organizations adopt to it. Uh, even the TV stations and networks and stuff, they, they actually take up to that. So um, it's here to stay, and it is what it is. But is it too much? Is it too much? Um, Facebook in particular, you know, I mean, you know, you know with, with your iPhone or, or Android, uh, you have GPS and, you know, your location can be revealed if you do certain things and you don't protect yourself. But even on Facebook now, you can, you know, literally have it to where you can post and it'll tell you where you post it from. Another hazard, <laughs> safety issue, if you will. Um, if you're not careful, you know, I hear about these Facebook stalkers and different things like that. And Hey, I mean, if, if you don't go through your options and, and, uh, basically take the precautions <laughs> for using this stuff, then you kind of get what you ask for. So, I don't know, just, just my little rant on that situation and uh, I think it's too much, you know. I mean, it, it's it's good for certain purposes, but in the end, I think you know we don't need to know everything about your business. And do people really care? I mean, like, you're up at two o'clock in the morning. Okay, why does everybody else need to know that? Um, and why does that matter just for those few seconds for somebody else to like it, or maybe even comment on it? Like, why are you up? Like, why does that matter? I'm not going to change anything. You're still up. Eventually, you got to go to sleep, I guess. I mean, I don't know. So, we'll see what happens. But uh, that was all I, you know, that was basically it for this second round. Just a rant and rave about the social media. I'm done with this topic. <laughs> you are listening to the Three Rounds Podcast. I went on and on and on on that last topic. I apologize, but you know. Social media is a big thing right now, and I feel like it's um, using the wrong way sometimes. But, um, <sighs> hmm. Let's go into this last round. Final round. Um, this last round is basically going to go back to. Something I elaborated on in the first um, podcast. You know, we talked about Jerry Sandusky and Bernie Fine. And now, <laughs> there's a story out of New Jersey that Patrick Lott has been arrested and arraigned for videotaping boys in a shower. Here we go again. And there were at least 22 victims. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Under the age of 16. Hmm. It's amazing to me how, again, these adults have access to these kids. He was an assistant principal at a school there. In uh, Somerville, New Jersey, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. And just, they, they abused the power. 
You know, they take advantage of a kid's innocence. And um, it's amazing to me. I don't understand what he got from that, but obviously it was something that um, he felt he needed to do. He felt he needed to videotape kids in the shower. You know, obviously after, um, you know, P.E. or some sort of a, I'm assuming physical activity, you know, dealing with sports or something. So we'll see what happens there. It's just another, it's just another sad situation um, of a man that, who knows, maybe been assaulted or, or, or hurt emotionally somehow in his early life. But one last thing. I also um, want to just rehash real quick on a scenario I encountered when I was in Atlanta, Georgia, um, visiting my my dad. Um, checked out the Occupy Atlanta uh, site there, and I uh, touched on that in my first podcast as well. And it's interesting when you go and see him, you know, live. Um, it wasn't as many people at this Occupy Atlanta that you would expect. And also, um, and, you know, it, it was very peaceful. They had tents set up in, in a certain area there and had a couple of cops just hanging out, just checking things out. But was nothing really going on. You know, they had some signs out, you know. And, and when you walk by these tents, you see uh, different slogans or, or you see... Um, statements that they're trying to make referring to different uh, things that are going on in other governments and countries and things like that that I guess uh, we as Americans are not aware of or were a part of. So that was very interesting. And I talked to a young a young kid. Uh, he was 21. I think his name was like Josh or something like that. But 21 in college, and you would think, you know, someone, someone 21 years old wouldn't be at an Occupy Wall Street slash Atlanta type deal, but he was. I asked him, I was like, so why are you here? See, he was tired of uh, looking at the country in the direction that it's headed. And he actually wouldn't mind being secluded from how we live. I was like, wow, to hear that from a 21-year-old speaks volumes, lets me know that even even I have a son, these kids are growing up smarter, and they're being taught faster than what we were. They know what's going on. Now, a lot don't because they're into the party and, and you know playing the Xbox 360, whatever. This kid knew what was going on. And he sees the nation going in the wrong direction with the jobs, the housing market, and the way, you know, Wall Street is up and down as far as, you know, stocks, things like that. And he's aware of how companies have gotten bailed out and getting their just due of taxpayer money, but yet people are still struggling as far as, you know, middle to lower class at this point. So it was really inspiring for me to see this kid, 21 years old. He says he's in college, 
But honestly, he said he wants to just go somewhere where he's secluded and he's away from the way we live here in the United States. I'm going to end the show on that note. I thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Tony Lee. Feel free to hit me up at ptlentertainment at yahoo.com for any thoughts, feedback, anything you want me to discuss over the air. You know, I'll read your emails if you want me to. You know, you want me to discuss something with you and uh, and put it out there, I'll do it. I can be the voice of reason here. So, thanks for listening. My little, I guess, um, I'll say this. Just do it. Do what you want to do. See what happens in the end. You might not get the result you're looking for. You might not become a millionaire or a billionaire. But just do it. You're going to see some kind of progress. And you'll feel good about yourself. Stop being a talker. And let's become doers. Tony Lee. With the Three Rounds Podcast. And I'm out.